Welcome to Let's Be Honest. I'm Liana Ross, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor. I'm the assistant director of Gooding Wellness Group, and I'm on a mission to answer your real and honest questions, unfiltered, while also giving you the real and honest opinions of a mental health clinician on pop culture and trending topics. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Let's Be Honest Podcast. I'm Liana, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor. And today is a listener question episode. So I'm going to be reading off a question from a listener that wanted my take on her current circumstance. So the question that I got was, I'm currently in couples therapy with my boyfriend, and we both started to notice the therapist seems a little biased against my boyfriend. It's gotten to the point where I'm uncomfortable due to her responses being rude and attacking rather than explorative and understanding. When I share, I feel as though she is viewing me as the victim and has even told me he has too much baggage and is not worth it. We both want to work on the relationship together, but not sure how to navigate this issue. What do I do? And just as a reminder, you can send your requests in to the email let's be honest at goodingwellness.com or DM them to me at let's be honest pod on Instagram. And to help me answer this question, I have Gordon Gooding, licensed clinical social worker. He is the partner in the podcast, co-producer, friend and founder and director of Gooding Wellness Group and Long Island Teletherapy. Welcome, Gordon. Hi, Liana. Thanks so much for having me. So excited to be a part of this again. Yeah, so excited to have you back on. And, and on the I'm, screen, yeah. Yeah, looking forward to address this question specifically. A great Look, question. It's. I feel like a lot of people have had this question and maybe keep, the, keep it to themselves and really don't know if it's valid or not. So I'm looking forward to talking about like therapist bias as a client, even as a clinician, because we see it as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I, and, I, and I first, before we even start, I just want to say like, kudos to this person for asking the question. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like that, like you just said it, like it takes a lot of courage. If you feel like something's wrong to say it out loud, I think that's, you know, that that's awesome. You know, so that, that's how you, and that's, listen, anytime there's a question about feeling uncomfortable in therapy to bring it up with your therapist, you know, but we'll talk more about that a little bit, but. Right. This is a good first step. So we're, definitely, yes. <laughs> we're happy about that. So hearing this question, what is the first thing on your mind? What comes to mind? Well, I have a very active mind, Leanna. I can go in a lot of different directions with this one. But before we start with anything, because I think the, the idea of therapist biased is really a great topic and something, you know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's real and sometimes it's our stuff that we put on to our therapist, right? But the one line that kind of jumped out to me, and I feel like before we go forward with any of this, I kind of wanted to dig into it a little bit, is that she did say here that my therapist tells me he has too much baggage and he's not worth it, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I've worked with a lot of couples, like really that's not my job as a therapist. Um, and this is not to criticize a therapy, you know, right. any therapist anywhere, you know, we're all human and, you know, things come out, you know, but, um, it, I think there's some validity to what she's saying. If she, if someone's being that direct with her that, you know, this person's got a lot of baggage and this is not going to work out. Wow. That's, 
that's very direct. Like, I mean, I can tend to be direct in my sessions, but I never like tell it, like, I never say things like that. Like it's about having the client explore things, right? Like maybe guiding them down a path rather than being so overt, right? Like that makes me feel like it's coming from maybe something of our own stuff, the therapist stuff that maybe is getting projected onto this person. Or even listen, if it's a long-term therapy client, it might even be protection, right? Mm-hmm. A, a, a therapist wanting to protect their client that they don't want to see them struggle or be a, be hurt in any way or be vulnerable or, you know, be, you know, hurt in any way. So, but you know, it, it, there is something to, to that, to seeing that it is something glaring. If someone says that directly, um, it's, you know, it's kind of a little, little bit of red flag for me that, that what she's feeling might be real, that there might be a bias here. Um, my advice second would be though, is to, is to talk about it with your therapist. Like, and yes. let her know, like, do you have to let your therapist know you're feeling like no matter what I do, you're not going to like my boyfriend. Yes. Yes. Because sometimes we're also like, as clinicians, we're not aware. We have no idea if something's working unless you tell us. So, or if something's not working, right? Like, I love to get people's feedback. So I would encourage this person to find a way to share this with the therapist, whether it's alone or in the room with the boyfriend. Um, but like to sit with this must be so hard. Well, I think it, it, it hinders the whole process, right? If you're, if you're walking around feeling like I'm being judged because I'm with this person and I'm in session, I'm asked to be vulnerable and open up. Now, are you, protecting yourself you're protecting your partner by not bringing things up that need to be spoken about and and discussed you know that's not fair to anybody in that room it's not fair to your partner it's not fair to you and i don't think it's fair to the therapist right i completely agree and then on the other side of that like if we almost remove the bias for a second sometimes i feel like maybe it's bringing up something in us Right. Like if the therapist is pointing something out that maybe and hey, if it's biased, like it sounds like a little bit of bias. But I really am curious more about this relationship and that like, how does this person feel about the relationship and what comes up for them when this therapist points this out, even if it is biased? It's funny because that's what I was just thinking, you know, if, if we took that sentence out, right, if you took that sentence out that he says these things there's still a lot to dig into here. Like when, when you feel judged in some way by your therapist, I think you said it, you said it great. Like, is it, is it us or is it them? Right. Or is it both? Right. Cause, cause it can, you know, I, I always say in therapy, if uh, you don't feel uncomfortable about what your therapist is saying at times, you know, you may not be getting the push you need, you know, yes. you totally awkward, but you know, it's the idea is to provoke to provoke some thinking and some critical thinking and thoughts and, and examine things and maybe it just gloss over and don't really look at. Yeah, I always say like you know we hate to experience triggers, of course. Like something when something triggers us, it's it's it can be hurtful and whatever, but it can also be a time to explore like what's going on here, right? Like if this person is getting triggered by certain things the therapist is saying. Maybe it's time for her to explore that, even if it's, again, biased or not true or whatever the case is, but just like take a look at it, play devil's advocate. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I think that's a, that's a great, you know, to look at ourselves and say, well, you know, what is like in this case, it's like, all right, you're defending your partner in some way. So is it because you're afraid to look at that? 
Yeah. Which is a real thing. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, partners and couples are together and there might be some major issues and maybe it's not meant to work out, but to, to, to get to that point where you, you don't want the relationship to go on, you know, you're, you're going to have a whole host of, of defenses that, that fight against change, right? And that's scary. You know, it's scary to, to look at it that way and say, maybe this is not the person for me. Yes, I agree. And like I said to this person, they messaged me this question and I said to her, maybe it's not a bad idea. Like no one's saying to ditch the therapist right away, but I would be curious what it would be like for her to see what it's like with a different therapist to almost like compare experiences, right? Like just because I think it's easy to kind of think, oh, maybe this is therapy. Maybe the way this is the way it's supposed to be. But even like, it's like with dating, like we don't know until we begin to explore and see like, oh, I actually don't like that style. Or maybe I do like that style, right? Because then we could end up, like you said, being resentful towards our therapist. And then we hate going and then it's not beneficial, right? So we need to do something about that trigger, like bringing it up in the room or bring it up, maybe an individual therapy um, to help guide us even more and maybe even seek out another therapist at the same time, just to compare experiences. Yeah. And help, help you look at it, help like get a, get a, somebody else who's not in it to, to say is help us figure out, is this me and my defensiveness that or, or resistance to change or see my partner away? Or is it, you know, or, or is there really something, you know, of bias, but again, bring it up, you know, yes. if, you, if it doesn't get brought up, wow, you know, it's like, you know, you're really, you're doing yourself and everybody there a disservice. Yes. And it also makes me think like in the question when she wrote, um, I feel as though she's viewing me as the victim. I wonder if this person views themselves as the victim. Yeah. Right. You know, like usually if we feel like, I mean, it's different if maybe this therapist said it outright, but if we feel like someone else is viewing us in a way, that's usually our own feelings being projected onto yes. other people. So I'm and, curious about that. And that's what, you know, I think that's where that judgment and harshness can come from. Is this something we're projecting out there? That's a natural defense mechanism that we all have, you know? So if we feel like someone's looking at us as a victim, maybe we see it. If they say like someone's being judgmental of our, our, our partner, maybe it's something that we're being judgmental of our partner, but we don't want to admit to it. So we're going to say our therapist is doing that, right? So yes. all these little, you know, tools that come up, but it's, that's why it's so important to process them with your therapist and, and bring, them, bring them to the surface. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And I think it's important to understand what the role is of the therapist, you know, like if let's say, I mean, I'm so curious to know more. But if a therapist senses some sort of danger or some sort of, I don't know, red flags, I could imagine it's hard not to raise any flags. Like we are there to point things out. And I'm, and like you said, if maybe this person doesn't want to look at certain things or it's been, it's really hard to look at things or whatever it might be. Or or even if there's safety issues, like if there's something very serious that, you know, some of, you know, you're worried about your client being in danger, if God forbid it was something physical, there's a very good reason to be very direct with something like that, right? Yes. Hi, my name is Gordon Gooding. I'm the founder and director of the Gooding Wellness Group here in Cold Spring Harbor, New York. We are a group of mental health providers that offer individual and family counseling here on Long Island. We believe the first step for caring for your mental health is to talk and to learn about it, which is what this podcast does such a great job of. 
If it has a name, someone else has been through it, and so can you. If you ever need a professional that cares about what you are facing, please feel free to reach out to us. Our counseling services are available throughout New York State through our teletherapy service, and we also offer in-person sessions in our beautiful offices here on Long Island, New York. You can reach us at goodingwellness.com or by calling 631-351-2940. Remember, there's nothing that you need to face alone. Until then, keep listening, be deliberate with your mental health, and keep it honest. Now, I think another thing when we're talking about this subject, though, Liana, is, you know, what is our expectations from therapists? You know, I think, you know, if, you know, I've had people like, well, I want you to tell me what to do. I don't, I, I, it's not my job to tell you what to do, right? Yes. And, that, and that wouldn't be fair to you, right? Because I'm not, we're just all humans. We're all figured out. My job is to help you figure out what's right for you. Not what's right for me or somebody else in that you know, relationship, but what's right, really right for you. So looking at what, it, what do you expect from your therapist? Um, it's a question I always ask my client. I think it's a really important question because I'd like to hear what their, what their input back is back on that. Yes. And I think this also goes into, right? Like if your therapist is being so overt and being more directive, like this person is saying, maybe that's a red flag, right? Because like you said, we're here to guide. We're here to see what'll be right for you and explore, you know, like not what, I think it's right for you, unless it's a safety issue. But oh, yeah. so it's, it's like knowing what to expect from a therapist. That's why I say, if you go to another session with, let's say someone else and compare the experience, seeing like, oh, maybe therapy isn't supposed to be so direct when it comes to like, you should blank or my advice is, right? We're not here to give advice. We're not here to tell someone what to do. So kind of being aware of what therapy is actually supposed to be about and maybe what's what it's not supposed to be. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had clients where I've, you know, they've had partners with, you know, red flags, you know, lots of issues. And I, again, I can make an argument. Who doesn't have this? You know, like we all have our stuff, especially yes. when we go into relationships, right? But if they want to be in that relationship, my, you know, my role is like, all right, so let's talk about what's working and how do we make this work? You know, how, yes. how can this work for you and how do we accept this person and, and make ourselves happy in spite of what they might be experiencing, right? You know, to kind of step out some of those codependent roles too, which I think that... It's, that's more of an approach I would have taken on this, maybe. Mm -hmm. right? Unless, again, you know, yeah. who knows what the therapist is going or whether they're being defensive. Yeah, I always say therapists can be protective, too. You know, we get very attached to our clients. Yes, for sure. And, like, talking with some of the uh, marriage and family therapists, we have some of the conversations that we go into is, like, whatever the couple kind of wants as the goal, whether it's staying together, which it sounds like these this couple does, or if they want to work on, I don't know, co-parenting or separating, whatever, like that's then the goal. Like we don't put yes. our own goal yes. on the, even though in our head we might be like, oh my God, they should not be together. Doesn't matter. The, unless obviously there's safety issues, but it doesn't matter. It's whatever their goal is, it is the goal unless it changes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's such a great, you know thing to bring up. I bring it up as a therapist a lot. What is your goal for therapy? What is your goal for being here? Right. And, and this woman may have the same thing. What is, what is, you know, I want to, this is my goal. 
I want to, how do I function better in this relationship? You know, it may not be to leave, you know, so that's somebody else's goal, but what is the, I mean, and I think it's so important. You have to bring that up from time to time is I, I say to my clients, how are we doing? Are we on base? Are we on course? Are we off course? Are we on course? Like, where are we in terms of meeting that goal and, and meeting your expectations so that you are getting the most value out of coming to therapy? Really? Because yes. this is, we are a profession that we're here working for them, right? right. It's not about our goals. Right. It's not my agenda. Sometimes like, you know, you'll go into a session and maybe we're starting to think like talk about something. And in my head, I'm like, oh, is this what they wanted to talk about? And so I'll like allow them to kind of, if they want to reconfigure, if they want to go to something else, um, because it's not my session, it's, it's your session, it's their session. Um, and that's why it's so important to have the space of the comfortability to be honest so if this person doesn't feel comfortable off the bat, I mean, that's something that you got to take a look at or else it's like, it's just wasting time, everyone's time, your time, money. And yeah. And, and what's, you know, again, if this, this person doesn't feel comfortable sharing that with a therapist, uh, maybe that's not the right therapist. Yeah. Right. Like I said, you know, you listen, it's a, to service, you really need to feel connected and, and close to this therapist. And if you can't do that, it may not be the right fit, right? Yeah, you know, right. It may be, you know. But but if you don't, again, we, how many times have we said this today? If you don't bring it up, we don't know, right? You, you have to kind of open it up and, and look at it before we can even come to that next step of whether this is a good fit or not. Yes, and also I want to like normalize that it's and say that like it's so not easy to bring it up, right? Like. No. It sounds so easy, but it's so, even like for me, bringing it up to like maybe a therapist I've had, I'm like, and I'm a therapist, but I'm like, oh God, no, I don't want to bring that up. And it always feels so much better after, but it will also tell you a lot, right? Because if a therapist has a bad reaction, well, you just got your answer. <laughs> and if well, they got a good reaction, then he's like, oh, this is great. Now we can work around this. Yeah, and I'll take that a step further. It's like if I, when I have a client say that to me, that's fantastic because now, like one, I'm honored that they, they trust me to have that conversation. And two, if I'm off or if, I'm, if something's amiss, it helps us readjust on what our goals are and maybe some, some approach I'm using is not working or – is some approach I'm using hitting very close to home and making them uncomfortable. Like it opens up this great tool for us to process together in session. So I think, you know, as, as uncomfortable as it is to bring it up and you're absolutely right. It is my opinion. Maybe it's my person. You're doing the therapist a favor by bringing it up. For sure. I really mean that. Yeah. I love when people, even when people talk about like, Hey, you know, I think I'm at a place where I want to terminate. I'm like, thank you so much for bringing that up. Like, and they get, I know they're nervous because I've been there too. And I have felt nervous, but it is so beneficial to just be honest and that as therapists, we should not take it personally. And if they do, then that is a nice little red flag that you got and more answers that you've gotten too. Listen, we can talk about a whole episode probably on termination, right? Yes, of, yes. Of, of, you know, when is the right time and I'm feeling it's right, but the client doesn't or the client feels it's right. But, we, you know, like there's a whole process. But again, that's the communication, right? And yes. how we respond to that. How, how does the therapist respond to that? Because they're there for you. 
Exactly. It kind of goes back until I kind of summarize all of the points that we've said for this person. Being aware of, are we defending our partner or is it something we're uncomfortable with, with that maybe we see also? If we're getting annoyed or angry, it's not a bad thing. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Just be aware of what the therapist, what the expectations of the therapist is and what our job's our job is and to communicate about it this is your you guys' session this is your goals or these are your goals as a as a couple and you got to find a way to move forward whether it's with this person or someone else you know you deserve it and listen i and i I also believe it's good to talk about it with other people outside the session yes if you have a trusted friend you know not someone who doesn't believe in therapy or not somebody who maybe don't want them. Th- yeah and not somebody who you know you know is going to be you know oh you don't need any of that like you know but if you have somebody you can really trust who understands what you're going through or maybe has been in this kind of situation before process you know how, how do we get getting that peer, peer support from someone safe it's huge maybe they can give you some insight that maybe Maybe that the therapist isn't being, you know, biased. Maybe it's just your, your, you know, I always say the what what someone's saying and what someone's hearing are two different things, right? Yeah, it's so We're both true. Married, right? My wife, I hear things, but she doesn't necessarily say, right? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And I agree. They're talking about it to other people because, like, I've had to find it, like almost like date different therapists to see which ones were right yes. for me. And and yeah. I would get feedback from people and say like, Hey, is this okay? Is this right? And it's like, Oh no, it is. Or it isn't like just to get other feedback from people who are supportive of your journey. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and listen, I always say, and I say it to clients when they call up us and they say, Oh, but I heard you were the, you know, but Gordon, I heard you were the, that doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. You know, I could yeah. be a great match for somebody and you could be a great match for somebody but not for somebody else. Right. And that's, and exactly. that's no fault of either person. It's just, you know, personalities and energies that have to click and, and jive in a certain way. Right. Exactly. So if they don't click and jive in a certain way, you're not going to feel safe to bring up things like, uh, I did the last session. I was uncomfortable with what you said. Right. Right. Yeah. I think, I think this could help not only this person, but I think anyone who is trying to find the right fit or maybe is unsure if they found the right fit. Um, and remember, if you want your question answered, you can email it to let's be honest at goodingwellness.com or DM it to me at let's be honest pod on Instagram. And thank you so much, Gordon, for joining me and answering this question. Uh, this was a great question. I hope we didn't get too far into the weeds, but it's a great, and I really hope this person, you know, I admire them for, for asking it. So, and thank you for having me be a part of this. I love this. Yes, me too. This was like so much fun. And remember to rate, review, and follow the podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Follow me on Instagram, Liana Ross LMHC, and the pod on Instagram, Let's Be Honest Pod. And Follow Gooding Wellness and Long Island Teletherapy on Instagram or Facebook and call us for therapy. Whether it's us or someone else, we can help you find someone that's the right fit and we'll get you on that next step. So thanks for joining us today. Thanks.